And next up, I have a very amazing young lady. I'm actually quite blown away by her, um, just the way in which she's put things together. What is the, what is the right way? She, she is, um, she is very skilled at being very professional. That's the word that I was looking at. She's very, very professional. And if you jump onto her LinkedIn profile, you will see Amy Matheson is the managing director and executive and executive headhunter at Sweet Talent, her very own company that she is just launching at the moment, which like totally deserves a big heads up. <sighs> the crowd is going wild. Amy, welcome to Two Oceans Vibrate here. Uh, How are you doing today? Thanks, Susanna. No, doing well. It's very chilly in Cape Town, but um, yeah, loving being here in the studio with you and just so excited to talk about some some real things that people are experiencing at the moment. Yes, we. I mean, so many people are battling with um, work at the moment. The economic climate has been quite challenging for a lot of people, as we know. And um, my best friend has actually just gone through the process of of applying for job after job after job, and it's been six months, six grueling months of applying and rejections and applying and rejections. And so that's actually why I thought this would be such a good fit because I think CVs are not what they used to be. And what we need to put in CVs is not what it used to be. I've always worked for myself. So it's a little bit of a crazy difference um, when you're an entrepreneur, but you always need a CV. Like even as an entrepreneur, my CV exists as my online profile in LinkedIn and um, Instagram and Facebook and all of these things. And so I invited Amy into studio because I thought, let's get a little bit of insight first of all on what are the 10 things that we need to look at when we are creating a cv she's also just given me some news that the government's just released um, and we'll speak about that and then we'll go into the different platforms that need to obviously also reflect what you are doing so um amy first let's kick it off with the cv thing what what are the 10 most important things and what is what did you just tell me so firstly and, and most importantly, the South African government, government has just passed, a, well, it's in the process of passing a, a bill um, that says any lying on a CV uh, is actually punishable with jail time or, or a hefty fine. So, you know, I think... How hectic yeah, is that? I think it's really important that people understand the power of your profile mm. and, and being authentic about what you put on there because... Um, you know, you won't believe how many profiles I get from people who, you know, they think just sort of inflating a title here and there is, you know, it's obviously going to be best for, for, for their profile. But if you're not authentic and you're not truthful about it, it really is, you know, it's, it's viewed as a crime. So yes. I think that's my first and, and most important point that I'm going to highlight is is making sure that whatever you put on your CV is really real to what it's you've honest. done. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 a big thing. So Which is so funny because we were actually discussing and I was saying to Amy that um, I mean I remember when I first started acting and they used to say to us, "Listen, if you you can put whatever you want on there and then just like say like under skills, you know, so you would put dancing, singing, um, horse riding, whatever it is. And a lot of people would put all of these things mm. that they couldn't do and then get hired for the job and just wing it, you yeah. know? Um, you can't really do that. And then in a professional setting, to wing something, whew, 
that's quite hectic. And I think obviously there is this whole fake it till you make it sort of yes. scenario, which, you know, if you're skilled enough to be able to sort of ad lib in, in a situation and if it's a, it's a creative environment, then it certainly makes sense. But um, most specifically from a technical skill standpoint, you really yes. need to be able to do what you say that you can do. So um, if we're looking at technical skills, you know, something that I always suggest is have the top 10 skills that are relevant to the job that you're applying for. You okay. know, if it says that it's a coding job, make sure that your coding languages are there. If it's a social media management job, make sure that the platforms that you've managed and are really okay with working with are highlighted, very easy to see on your CV because you quickly want pe people to, to look at your CV and say, okay, from the outset, do they look qualified? Yeah. So from, from the instance of a recruiter, they say, statistics say that a recruiter will make a decision about your profile within six to 10 seconds wow. of looking at your CV. Six to 10, guys, six to 10 seconds is all it takes. It's the same as walking into a room. You know, the way in which you present yourself, people make up their mind instantly. So when somebody is going through hundreds of CVs looking for the right person, that CV needs to stand out. So from a visual point of view, sorry, I'm jumping ahead possibly, but from a visual point of view, what would you look for in a CV? So I think the first big question that a lot of people come to me with is, do they include a photo or mm. not? Now, with where we are in terms of technology, I'm a firm believer that your CV should be quite detail-orientated in terms of data. So I mm. want to see data points. I want to see metrics that if you have increased a campaign's impressions by X percentage, I'd like to see what that data is because data is king ultimately. Um, so I'm less so about the creative on the CV and that can really expose itself on your LinkedIn profile. So non-negotiables for a CV for me are I want to see your LinkedIn profile on there. That way... Ah. I can immediately click through and see your face. I can see, you know, the colors of your profile. I can see a bit more about you. It's a bit of a creative landscape for you. Whereas the CV, I like to see a bit more detail. Okay. Um, and then one of the things I also recommend is that people have both a long and a short version. Hmm. Um, you know, so if you can send me a brief one-page snapshot as to why you're great, your successes, achievements, as well as just your brief career history and say for more info, I've got a longer CV version. It's always a good it's always a good thing. So just on that, one of the things I get, uh, I get hundreds of requests on LinkedIn to connect. Something so that all of you know, I deny straight away. If there is no photograph of the person, I just say no. I mean, I'm not going to connect with a faceless person. Um, I just find that really strange. And I understand that people don't always maybe like the way they look or whatever. They've got reason. They don't like have a photograph they like. But for me, that's one of the instant, like, I do not connect with somebody who doesn't have a photograph of themselves on. It's like, it's like online dating, guys. It's like saying, I wanna be in a relationship with you, but you're not allowed to know what I look like. Absolutely. I wanna know who I'm dealing with. So number one, have a good photograph that represents you in a professional way. So whatever your professional is, whatever your profession is, make sure that photograph represents that, right? Absolutely. And then you were saying um, a one-pager and then a long version, which I really like as well because I think that's really important. On the one-pager, if you can just say the five things that are important to like outline for people, that would be great. 
So first and foremost, you want to make sure that your details are all there. So for them to make Top contact of the page. with you very easily. Um, even insert a footer with the con your contact details reiterated because mm. you won't believe when you see looking at so many CVs, that's really important. And you don't want to have to search for that. No, make no. that easy and you know easy to read, easy to reach. Um, number two, you want to have referential skills listed for the job that you are applying. I think that's really important um, because it's a quick snapshot of why you would be a good fit. Um, number three, gaps in your CV. This is a big question for a lot of people. They say, oh, if I was unemployed for a period of time, or I did a gap year, or you know, do I include that? Absolutely, and include what you did during that time. Okay. If you took off the time to be with your kids, say I was a mom, you know, because yes. gaps in CVs can look bad if you don't draw attention to them mm. and actually say, hey, just I have be a gap honest. in my CV. Absolutely. Yeah. So just drawing attention to it and saying what you did between those gaps is is a very big thing. You know, in terms of references, I'm a firm believer in references because I think if someone can vouch for you, it's mm. always a great thing. And I'm, you know, if, if someone says to me, I'd really recommend hiring this person or working with this person, I'm 10 times more likely to do so. Yes. So having one link to either a reference that's been done on your LinkedIn page, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, because that's, that's a great way to get recommendations, okay. or having a person that they can can call and chat to. Um, and then finally, you know, if there's any great achievements that you've had in your career that are referential to the job, or alternatively, great things that you've done in life, um, I think it's important to, to stipulate the difference between the personal and the professional. Yes. Um, so personal wins and professional wins. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, despite the fact that you might be the best dog mom in the world, um, <laughs> you know, unless you're applying for a position at a, an animal sanctuary, is that so referential? So mm. I think that those would be my top five for sure. Those would be your top five. Now, I have just, I stayed up on, what is today? Wednesday. I stayed up on Monday night and um, updated my LinkedIn profile because we had had this, <laughs> this meeting and I realized, oh my gosh, it is so outdated. And with me, things change so quickly and so fluidly um, that literally within a year, certain of those things are still valid, but some of those things I'm not, I'm not actually doing anymore. And so um, I sat and went through my LinkedIn profile. So moving away from the actual CV that you're presenting to someone, and remember guys, you want to have a short version, a one-pager, and then you want to have a long version. And Amy has very kindly agreed to give me this in writing so that I can release an actual blog so that you can go over the points um, strategically and slowly. So I will be doing that. Don't worry if you missed anything. I will be filling all of you in. But now let's move over to the, to the platforms, the online platforms where you are seen. And obviously LinkedIn for professionals is the first stop. What are the key points? What should we be doing? I know you looked at mine. Eek! I don't know when. Did you look after Monday night? No, I actually haven't. I, ha I didn't manage to have a look this morning. But okay. Um, so um, let's actually open it quickly. Oh, except the internet is playing up. Um, okay, so while I'm opening this up, um, Amy, what are the things that you look for when you go onto a LinkedIn profile? Perfect. Okay, well, let's just, first and foremost, I want to highlight um, sort of the importance of using and being on a platform like LinkedIn. Um, I think for a lot of people, it's quite an overwhelming uh, 
feeling of you know not being hip, not being up with the times. But it's not a difficult platform to use first and foremost. Yes, um, it's really user friendly. It gives you all the guides as to how to set up a profile. There's loads of LinkedIn videos if you aren't sure um, what should be on there and what should not be on there. But uh, Glassdoor recently released a stat that said 92% of companies. 100% look at your social profiles yes. when making hiring decisions. So that's 100%. Yeah, 92% of people that are being checked out on various social media means, um, obviously LinkedIn being the most common one, but also your Facebook and your Instagram and your, and your um, Twitter. So, you know, just quickly talking about the points that might disqualify you, um, you know, any sort of provocative content. Um, those are things that you really want to be wary of. Make sure yes. that your photos on on any sort of platform, if it's not private, um, that that it would be something that you'd be okay with your employer looking at. Um, but with LinkedIn specifically, um, LinkedIn currently has 610 million members. Holy okay? moly! So it's really crazy. There's two professionals joining LinkedIn every second. Wow. So when we when we think about those numbers, we really need to set ourselves apart. So yes. 10 things that I've sort of set up that I, I really want to talk about today is number one, it's your brand. Yes. You need to look at it as your professional and your personal brand. Uh, that photo we want to see is it needs to be high res. If you look at Susanna's profile, we can clearly see who she is. We can clearly see her sort of creative um, elements as well as the fact that she's just approachable and friendly. Um, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome thing um, that her headline, radio producer and host of Two Oceans Vibe Media, it clearly says what she does. Um, you know, that's an important draw, draw card because that's the first thing that someone like me is going to see. So your headline really needs to be relative to what you do and the type of position that you're looking for. Um, similarly, the summary. This allows people to, to get to know a bit more of the personal side of who you are and what you do and what you want to do. Um, but remember, people only look at these things for a brief period of time. Yes. So you really want to be succinct and, and, and think about how to showcase your personality best. Uh, a big thing is making sure that things are up to date. Yes. Which I battle with. It's, it's like, I don't know if you guys battle with this, but, you know, life kind of gets busy and then you end up not updating things and it's so important to update things. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when, when making sure that your profile is up to date, if you've left a, a job for a great opportunity, tell us why. You know, let us be a part of your journey. I think that's a, it's a really exciting thing for me as a, as a recruiter and executive headhunter to be a part of. And then if we're looking at sort of your, your, your skills, make sure that they're referential to everything that you've done. Um, a big thing on LinkedIn is the ability to get recommendations. Um, okay. It's phenomenal. It is such an easy way for people to say, hey, I worked with Susanna. She was amazing. I would really recommend her. Um, if you go into my profile, uh, Amy Matheson on LinkedIn, you'll see that, you know, I've, I've worked with a number of clients and candidates who have written recommendations for me. And I quickly point clients or potential clients and candidates in that direction so that they get a snapshot of what working with me is like. Okay. So that I haven't done. So that's something that that maybe I need to dive into and do um, is get some references. I know somebody wrote me a reference, um, but it, you have to actually seek them out, right? Yeah. 
So, okay. so from people that you might have worked with, look, it is a difficult thing because people don't have a lot of time, but at yeah. the same time, LinkedIn makes it really easy to write a quick recommendation. It gives them a context, so it says where you worked with them, in what capacity, and people quickly you know, get to identify what the role was. Um, and then I think just finally, the, the biggest thing in this tough job market is a lot of people want to say unemployed or job seeker. Yes. Um, it's a tough, it, it, it is a tough thing, and it, it, this is my, just my personal opinion, but you always want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, hmm. you know, and, and not that it would look desperate in that environment, but we do just want to avoid that and to really highlight what value you would add to an organization rather than what you're really needing at the time. Yes. So I think that's a big thing. For me, I would, if I were in a, in a place that I was looking for a role, I would rather say qualified data analyst rather than job seeker. Job seeker. Um, and then there's actually a really nifty little um, tool that you can say that you're interested in new opportunities where it says career interests. Okay, so then that is where you would um, you would add that you are open to other opportunities coming in. Look, I have seen that before when it says seeking job. Yeah. And um, it sounds terrible, but I, I do... Something in you contracts energetically, you know, so it's not even a case of, um, of that you are consciously doing anything just from an energetic point of view it's you do contract Absolutely. so it's better to to do it in a different way i have added another four minutes i'm going to get into trouble um so we do need to wrap this up but keep going okay so yeah i think um when looking for a job it's important that you research the company and LinkedIn again is an awesome platform to see the, the types of executives that you would be interacting with if you were going to interview with them. Make sure that you do your research, you know. Yes. Um, I think it's such a big thing when people are interviewing these days that they're not doing enough research. They're not researching. They don't know who they're speaking to. I mean, it's so important. Yeah. It just automatically sets the tone for the meeting. If you can mm. say, oh, well, I've seen that you've been here for two and a half years. You know, I saw that you resulted in, you know, a new program being launched. I've loved watching your success. Immediately, it will set the tone um, of, of the interview up for success. Um, Susanna and I also obviously discussed a bit of the, about the psychometrics. Yes. Um, so Susanna has completed the psychometrics with our amazing industrial psychologist, Leslie Scott Martin. Uh, she's a partner of Sweet Talent, and we're just so lucky to have her. Um, and I, I don't know what normal recruitment agencies do, but I really think that that is an amazing touch that you've created for um, Sweet Sweet Suit. Am talent. I saying? Sweet Talent. Sorry, <laughs> Sweet Talent. Um, because what you're doing is the psychometric test for any of you listening out there. They do an emotional IQ and then a psychometric test. And, and it gives you a really great insight into what the strengths, weaknesses, likes and dislikes of the person are. And so when you are looking to fill a job position with that knowledge, you not only are making sure that the individual is placed in a position that they're going to love and enjoy, but then the company is getting somebody who loves and enjoys their job, mm -hmm. which then makes it a really great marriage, yeah. you know, that is going to actually last. So I really loved that. I thought that it was really, really fantastic. I think, Amy, you and I could chat for ages, um, but we're going to have to start wrapping it up. Um, I think that you guys need to jump onto LinkedIn more than any other platform right now and look up Amy Matheson, M-A-T-H-E-S-O-N-A-M-Y. 
and you've actually got Hully in brackets, H-U-L-L-E-Y, but you can jump onto LinkedIn. I will also put um, the link in my in my Instagram with our photograph, but as you know, Instagram doesn't let you really use the link. So I'm just going to put in brackets there where to search so that you guys see that. And then I will also, once we've done the blog and put everything together, your details can be placed in there. But you are... Yeah, you, I think you're going to do phenomenally well. I think you found like a gap and um, and you really, I wish you all the best. It's, it's really, really exciting. Thank you so much.